First Sip Brewbox is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brewbox have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPNATIONUSA when you sign up at FirstSipBrewBox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at FirstSipBrewBox.com. Woe to you, O Earth and Sea. It's the Hop Nation. USA Podcast. Alright listeners, it's episode 67 of the Hop Nation USA podcast, and I'm here with my co-host Adam, of course, and our special guest host Dennis from what? First Sip Brew Box. That's what it do, baby booze. Nice, <laughs> I like that. Mixing it up a little bit. <laughs> uh, we're all here gathered today for beer. This is not this a is funeral, beer. by the way. <laughs> It is. It's so goddamn hot out. It is. I want to die. 95 degrees. Disgusting. Too fat for this garbage. (laughs) I'm sweaty. I can't drink my stouts. I hate everything. And you haven't even been outside yet. No. I got one of those Southern Tier uh, uh, Cherry Cordials sitting in my fridge. I can't drink it because it's too goddamn hot. It, it nine at night. The sun's down and ugh. right. That's a midnight beer, right? There. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I have to like set an alarm to get up at two a.m. <laughs> it's time to drink beer. Okay, good. <laughs> it's cold enough. Finally, <laughs> the gods have allowed it. Yeah. So how is everybody else doing? I, well, I'm man. not doing with the heat, but how? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm doing yeah, good. It's not the heat, it's the gosh darn humidity. Yeah, it just sticks to you. Mm-hmm. Had to uh, play with the uh, little little beagle puppy yeah. before, you know, head, heading on out today. She had me running around the dog park. I almost passed out. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't care. She's probably ready for more. Yeah, she was ready to rock and roll. <laughs> all right, well, uh, sounds like we're all kind of hot and sick and tired of the heat. It's gross. Everything's gross. Nobody yeah. touch me. The theme today I thought was pretty appropriate. So we got three beers that are popsicle themed, and I believe maybe they can help us cool off for the hot summer days. We're about to find out. We're about to find out. So we're going to throw it to Dennis, and he's going to introduce beer number one of the night. Absolutely. So we have a Dreamsicle up on deck. It is a Kolsch from Mad Tree Brewing, I believe, out of Cincinnati, Ohio. It's from Ohio. Yeah. 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 They're one of those Flatlander states. Yeah. You, look, you got, right. three, you got three cities to choose from. They all start with C. <laughs> <laughs> so like you said, it's a Kolsch um, with vanilla beans, orange peel, and orange juice added, coming in at a 4.7% uh, ABV there. So really, really really good drinking especially with the weather going on out there today the ibus on this bad boy 11 hops use pacifica malts you got two row red Mm. wheat vienna and flaked barley so i'm definitely really excited to jump into this especially with how hot it's been so yeah Let's make it happen. Good on Madtree for giving all that info out. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and one thing back, you can actually download the recipe right on their right on their website. Oh, so if you guys very want nice. To nice. Do a clone at home. You nice. can. Nice. Yeah, you gotta appreciate that, especially when there's other people who just kind of like, what are the IBUs? Shrug. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere between one and a thousand. You decide. <laughs> all right. So you guys ready to dip on into this bad boy? Oh, we're ready. Pop it open. So it's interesting that it's a Kolsch. 
Cause, yeah. Because it seems to be brewed basically in an IPA style. It, it seems like what you would expect to see for a milkshake IPA yeah. in terms of, you know, the ingredients that are in there. Well, at least a hazy IPA being that there's uh, orange juice in it. Well, there's that too. Yeah. I don't think, you didn't say that there was lactose in this, did you? Uh, I did not. Okay, yeah, so I don't, yeah, I don't think it would completely be classified as a milkshake, but definitely. Oh, it's certainly not. Now, now that I'm seeing it in the glass, <laughs> and I can, it, it is not a milkshake by any stretch of the imagination. Still a good looking unit, though. Interesting. It's, mm-hmm. it's got an orange tinge to it. It's mm. really hazy. And there, I can definitely see some, uh, some stagnation of the bubbles. Yeah, I definitely see what you're saying. As uh, the head was there, a little good head on the pour there, um, it looked like it could have been a lactose, but once when that settled down and cleared out, yeah, definitely looked more like a Kolsch, more like an ale style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the news, it smells like orange juice. I put my nose in it. I shouldn't know. <laughs> you're just aggressive. That's I awesome. was aggressive. Very forward thinking. <laughs> so the nose is a little bit wet. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That's not how smelling works. <laughs> The yeah. nose is wet and cold. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a lot of orange on it. As am I. Yeah. As am I. I get like maybe a little bit of malt or like kind of a... Like an orange zest kind of? Yeah, yeah. Like, like a almost a wheat, a wheaty mm-hmm. smell. Which makes sense. Yeah, yeah. They got that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that red wheat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just like it's a little bit of that wheaty like smell that I usually associate with Kolsch's. Yeah. That, well, I mean, yeah. it's Kolsch. <laughs> right, right. That makes sense. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's, it, so is, it, it. Is, it is cutting through, like, the, the orange. There's a lot of orange. Right. But that still cuts through, so you can still identify it that way. <laughs> so it's got a lot of wheat. It's got a lot of orange. It sounds like it's part of a balanced breakfast. We'll see. Okay, let's we'll make see. this happen. Right. I mean, it, it, they also did say there was vanilla beans, so yeah. I'm, not, I'm not smelling that. So no. we'll see. True. I wonder if that's on the on the tongue a little bit. Interesting. I got a little vanilla on the back end. As did I. Yeah. Three for three. But I find it interesting how the vanilla kind of has to develop as, yeah. as it goes through the taste. Like it just on, pops up. Yep. On the initial taste, there isn't that vanilla, but then it kind of just... It just rises, like, hey, I'm here, and then... Yeah, it's basically the very last thing you taste. Right, exactly. Which is actually very nice. I kind of like that. It it gives it that smooth finish. Yeah. Initially, you do get that. You definitely pick up on the wheat. You get definitely some of that orange juice up front with more of that ale taste. And like you said, the vanilla beans just pop up there on the back end. Mm -hmm. This is one of the first beers I've had in a long time. Um, Not only Dream Sickle, one of the first beers that uh, is not a hodgepodge of ingredients on there. It seems like they really thought it out, did a lot of testing because you can actually pick up on everything if they say you should. Mm. They, they, uh, They hit the spot exactly where they wanted to. I'll agree with that. The one thing I'll be kind of a dissenting opinion about, though, is it doesn't taste like a dreamsicle. It does not. It is definitely more Kolsch than dreamsicle. Yeah, it's more Kolsch. It's more orange. Like, yeah, you get that little bit of vanilla on the back end, but, like, mm, it's not a dreamsicle. No, no, wow. Not, I still, not <laughs> as much like sugar sweet right, as yeah, you yeah. expect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, not, it's also not as sweet either. Like, right. there's a little bit of sweetness to it. But I, overall, I think it... For the drinking of the beer, <laughs> yes, it doesn't live up to being a creamsicle, but it does have that. Uh, it, it's just nice that it's not that sweet mm-hmm. and it's easy to drink. And this is kind of very crushable for the summer. Right. I, I think if it had more of that creaminess, like you would expect, mm-hmm. I don't think it would be nearly as crushable. Yeah, it might It might right. wind up being too heavy. Right. It would get into that dessert beer kind right. of realm. Yeah. 
yeah it could be too heavy too syrupy too yeah yep this is definitely just like in the heat drinking this <laughs> yeah. oh yeah for sure now do you think if they named it something else you would be a little bit more like ah okay you think the name Dreamsickle is what really deters you? Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying it doesn't it doesn't leave it doesn't live up to being a creamsicle. Okay. That's all I'm saying. But as a, as far as good drinking beers go, yeah, that's right up there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is perfectly fine for if you want something to drink in the heat. But <laughs> <laughs> just don't expect it to live up to your dreams of the popsicle. Right. right. You know, it's just not as sweet, not as vanillity, vanilla, vanilla, vanilla esque, vanilla, vanilla ice, vanilla. Manila vanilla. I can go for some ice. Oh. <laughs> Girl, you know it's true. <laughs> cool. So, we're all ingredients. This is a good beer. Mm, good, not great. Yeah. So, we can move on to uh, our news and notes segment. News and notes. As it is segment one. You gotta have news and notes. And that's how things go. <laughs> you have news without notes. Everyone knows it's that. It's true. And I well, have notes on news. Too. You have notes on news? I have notes on news. Hey, so do I. Oh, great. <laughs> I've got news, but I got notes on it, too. <laughs> so terrible. That's no, silly. I like it. You want to go first, or I, should I go first? It doesn't matter, man. I don't care. Okay, you can go first. Though. All right. So it's your I, laissez-faire attitude. <laughs> hands off. <laughs> I have information when it comes to Sam's favorite topic. Unfortunately, Sam is not here this evening to to wax poetic about this. Uh huh. So I'll I'll pull up the uh, I'll carry that torch for him. But we're going to talk about hops a little bit. Okay. Uh, specifically, the top hops of 2018. Mm. Top hops. Top hops. Top of the hops. Not to be confused with top of the pops. Oh my god. You had like a real shitty childhood, didn't you? <laughs> the only time I watched Top of the Pops is when I was at my grandparents' house and that's all they had was PBS. I've mm-hmm. never watched that. Of course you didn't. Why would you? <laughs> you said you're a fully functioning member of society. Yeah, you're, you're doing like, okay. You're like a regular person. <laughs> oh! Hey! Oh! You are... I'm sorry, Adam, but you are the most interesting backwoods person. <laughs> I don't know about the backwoods part, but no, you no, are he's, interesting. Oh, oh, no, I'm from the sticks. No, he grew up in the backwoods. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he oh. totally did, but oh, it somehow oh, somehow yeah. he went like... Like moonshine in the bathtub backwoods? Listen. His neighbors, but not him. He grew <laughs> so up... you were the, safe. You yeah. safe backwoods. He somehow grew up the other way watching PBS and Top of the Pops. <laughs> wow, you were the smartest kid in your neighborhood. <laughs> well, there was only yeah, he three was. of us and two of my brothers, so... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. That's real good. What, yeah. what town did you grow up in? I, it wasn't a town. There had to be a town. <laughs> you had a zip code. I, I literally had to go into town if I wanted anything. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, it was go so into town. The shit hits the fan. We're going wherever you grew up, and there's probably three bunkers there. Oh, we got basements. Don't worry. <laughs> there's bunkers and guns. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. yeah, we got that, too. Uh, and uh, there's a, a good supply of wine down there, too. Probably a lot of bears. Uh, we have had bears on the back porch before. Just black bears, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Hey, did you know black bears or cubs are actually brown like a cinnamon? Yes. And I then had they eventually... no idea about that. And top tip, uh, if you ever see a bear cub, don't ever get between it and its mother hmm. because you will die. Or just don't get near it. <laughs> or just don't get near it. Yeah. yeah. Also, same thing between me and cake. Don't do it. <laughs> Man, I love cake. All right. Adam. Speaking of cake, now yeah. that I've taken my lumps, <laughs> yeah, you jerks. Well, I learned more. I'm gonna beat you up like no. <laughs> this is what you get when you make references to top of the pops. How about that? A lot of holes out in that forest. <laughs> when you start making references rel- that can be related to you know a 25 and under crowd, then <laughs> well, 25 to 21 crowd. <laughs> right, right. That's a narrow window. Yeah. Uh, so, 
the latest hops that are lit of 2018. Hell yeah. And possibly on fleek. Lit AF. <laughs> yes. Um, on fleek, fam? Uh, they go well with avocado toast. Yeah. And not being able to buy houses. All right, then. Rent Damn. for life. <laughs> Damn. I have been renting for a long time. Yeah, I know. These hops might be for me. That's right. So, uh, there has been a, a change in the order in terms of what has been the top hop grown in America. All right. For the longest time, Cascade was right. the number one hop grown in America. Sure was. 2018, that is no longer the case. Based on acreage planted in the United States, the number one hop, Citra. Huh. Citra is now the number one hop based on planted acreage in America. Nice. Stepping this game up. Mm-hmm. So, that, uh, this is a future thing, but... Uh, <laughs> the future. <laughs> the future. So, we already recorded uh, episode four of Yin's Brewing, actually yeah. with Dennis here. He was there. Mm-hmm. It was pretty awesome. And uh, I ha- I believe on that episode, I purport that Cascade is the top growing hop. Except for that episode won't come out, <laughs> won't oh come out for a month or two. At the time, it was quite accurate. Well, it at was the time, at the time. I was I was correct because yep. this report wasn't out. Right. But. Yeah. This is this is new for 2018. That was 2017 data, and he was correct yeah. that that Cascade was the number one hop of 2017. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2018. Nay, nay. No, well, no. Did you preface it? 2017? Ah, I don't know. I don't remember that. that. No, I'm just, sure you did. He just, pretty you know, accurate. stars and edits. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> we, we pump out so much content anymore, I don't have time to keep that in my brain. <laughs> you got to def- defrag yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, the top five, you, I assume you guys would like to hear the top five hops. Oh, absolutely. Sure. So, we're, we're Citra, Cascade. Yes. I'm going to make guess. Go ahead. Uh, okay. Uh, Nugget is three. Nope. Damn it. Shut up. Nope. All right, you two are dragging the show down. Yeah, go. <laughs> I don't know why you let us do that. If we wasn't be I don't good. know. I, I also enjoy watching you guys flounder. <laughs> I, I just wanted to try, but then I was immediately wrong, so it didn't matter. <laughs> you do realize you edit the show, so you can take all of that out too, right? Yeah, whatever. I don't care. I don't care about being wrong. <laughs> okay. All right. So number three, Centennial. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Always the sea. Yes. Number four, I was very surprised with. Equinot? Nope. Damn it. Wrong again. You were. Dennis, care to make a care to make a guess? Well, since this beer had uh, Pacifica hops, I'm going to guess that. Nope. Okay, that nope. was it. Zeus would not have guessed that. Neither would I. Have I? Mm-mm. I was very surprised by that. A lot of hops. I don't think I've ever brewed with Zeus, so no. No, yeah, I never have. No, I've brewed with Bubba, but never with Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I see what you did there. <laughs> and number five, Simcoe. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Simcoe had to make it in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, another interesting. Uh, piece of information that I found was the rate of growth of the top three hops. What three hops have had the most amount of growth from 2014 to 2018? Uh, and I'll give you the top three. Number three? Equinot. Simcoe. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's grown uh, 108% in terms of usage and plantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Citra, 278% in terms of growth from 2014 to 2018. And number one? Didn't even get into the top five. Mosaic. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. So from 2014 to 2018, Mosaic had how much growth? Mosaic had a growth of 312%. Wow. Exploded. Not literally, but because <laughs> I don't think I'd want to boil with an exploding hop. Oh, jeez. Now, what do you think caused that? You know, what what type of beers do you think oh, they it's, were just dumping it, It's in? the IPAs, and more specifically, I think it's the uh, New England-style IPAs yeah. that yeah. have caused all that mosaic. ruckus. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, definitely for Citra. Definitely for Citra right, is absolutely. in every hazy IPA, in every, you know, mm-hmm. 
Simcoe, I don't know. That's hard for me to like. That's that's another IPA. That's a pale ale-ish. It is. Yeah. But you have to remember. You look at the numbers. It's a distant third. Right. Okay. I mean, Citra is more than double, almost triple, mm-hmm. of of what Simcoe was. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I found that very interesting. How how the New England IPA is is changing the hop world. Okay. At least here in the U.S. Yeah. I don't know what's going on <laughs> over in New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> they use their New Zealand hops. That's right. <laughs> Something with stone fruit. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, I got my news. Okay. And my news is actually Pittsburgh-centric. Okay. Uh, there's an event coming up in August uh, on the 24th at uh, the Nova Palace. Where is the Nova Palace? The Nova Palace is uh, on the North Shore across from uh, the Andy Warhol. Oh, okay. All right. I know where you're at. Yeah, yeah. What the event is, though, is it's celebrating the uh, the website launch and the brewery guide release from okay. from the uh, Pittsburgh Brewers Guild. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I don't know if this actually made it on the show or not when we talked about it or if it's just something we talked about off air. Uh, but uh, we talked about the Pittsburgh Brewers Guild with both Abjuration and Grist House. Mm-hmm. And it was something that like got put together towards the end of last year. And now they're just so, uh, you know, they've been ramping it up and like this is their first event where they're releasing the first thing they kind of put their mind to and put money to. Okay. Uh, What the Brewers Guild is, just real quick, is it's all the breweries that are in Allegheny County. You have to fall under the the Brewers Association definition of a craft brewery. Okay. I believe Iron City can't be a part of this. Okay. (laughs) So... (laughs) Which is fine. Just yeah. by sheer volume and right. distro. Well, it actually wouldn't be distro because Yingling has the highest distribution mm-hmm. and they're still considered craft. But I think it's because Iron City has investments from outside companies. Like they're not, they're not one, solely owned, and two, they're owned. I think they have ownership with like other bigger companies. Okay. So, yeah. The point of the guild, though, was to... One, give them a voice in legislature. Mm-hmm. So anything that's being legislated within you know the county or even the state, they can send a representative to say, hey, you know, this is what we feel about whatever the issue may be. Right. Uh, the other thing they wanted to do with the guild is find a way to promote Pittsburgh as a as a beer city, as a destination. Yeah, as a destination. Mm-hmm. Like, that's huge. You know. Yeah. Especially the, them looking at doing that craft beer museum. Right. Exactly. I mean, with all the things that we have anymore, we have 30 breweries within Allegheny County. Mm-hmm. We got more outside of them. Right. Uh, you, you know, we got the Beer Museum. You know, with all these things going on, it's it's kind of silly for them to not kind of unite and promote us as a destination spot anymore. It helps everybody. It, right. Yeah, it helps everybody. Mm-hmm. And the way this guide that they're releasing is going to work is, like, there's going to be a physical guide. And that'll give you, like, a bunch of information on the breweries and stuff. And you can kind of plot out, you know, destinations with that. But the online version is going to give you even more information, but it'll also allow you to customize your own brewery tour. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Whether it be walking, biking, (laughs) by car. Now, are they partnering with uh, City Brew Tours at all? Um, I'm not sure. I think this is all all brewery uh, controlled. So, like, everybody who's serving on the board is a member of a brewery. The uh, Brian Eaton, who uh, from Grist House, he's in charge. Okay. Like, he's at the top muckety-muck. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but I also believe uh, Al from Allegheny City. Oh, is he? That's, yeah. That explains why they were pushing some content and everything yeah. on the platform. Yeah. Oh, he, okay. I believe he's on the board. Um, 
uh, I believe somebody from East End's on the board. Okay. Scott, yeah, so, maybe. Yeah, so there's, there's, you know, everybody that's on the board is part of a brewery. Good. And then uh, I think they're just trying to keep it kind of insular in that way. I just hope it doesn't create a bit of a rift uh, with the, the Levi Strauss side of things. And what I mean by that is the entities that are are making their way based on other people's stuff. Like, you know how Levi Strauss made his millions uh, by selling blue, je- blue jeans to all the miners rather than trying to make his money with gold itself? Mm-hmm. I, I hope that there is, you know, obviously there are similar companies here in Pittsburgh doing that sort of things. Uh, and I hope that they are not pushed to the outside and left out in the cold. I hope that there is a way that they can work together as well. I'm sure. And I, I think it might actually help it in that way and that, Say you're a company kind of on the outside who you only worked with one brewery. Mm-hmm. Now you could actually probably have access to all the breweries. True. You know, and just like if you show up to, I guess, if they have like a town hall meeting or whatever, <laughs> you know, the, every, every brewery is going to have like a vote within when they have their meetings. Okay. So they can vote on issues within themselves about mm-hmm. how they're going to, you know, side with upcoming legislature or any, you know, promotional ideas or anything like that. Now, do you know, is this going to be official as in they post when they're meeting open to the public? They have a set of bylaws, you know, how they vote on different things, maintaining different members of the board, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, or is it kind of as far as I can tell, it is pretty official that way. Um you know what I was reading, like th- this first board that they have. It, they called it the first board, so I'm assuming that means they are going to have another board at some point. <laughs> like members can you know leave or be voted out or something. In different like that. subcommittees, probably. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, I'm not quite sure if there's going to be open to the public meetings, but like I said, if you're like if you're you know a business owner who's kind of on the you know outside, I'm sure if you get in contact with them. I think because that's the other, that's the other thing the guild is supposed to be doing is opening up contact points to the breweries because I know sometimes it can be hard to kind of get in contact with the, who's in charge. Right, right. And you're just kind of like sending messages on Facebook and stuff. Yeah, and but, hoping uh, that whoever answers you is actually anybody of any sort right. of clout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, somebody in the know. Right. But yeah, so I, I think it's all about just trying to make things a lot easier in Allegheny County, Good. at least. Now, <laughs> now for people on the outskirts, <laughs> like in Beaver County, or uh, Washington County, Washington County, or Indiana County, or Butler, because I'm thinking, basically, I'm thinking like Rusty Gold and Shubru. That yep, they would both mm-hmm. be on the outskirts of Allegheny County. I right. don't believe they're included in this. I feel like there's enough friendliness. <laughs> I think so. I, yeah, I don't think it's gonna become an us versus yeah. them kind of thing. Yeah, right. I think that they might at least be allowed to sit in on meetings or something, but. <laughs> Especially if it's a, something that would affect everybody. Right. If it's state legislature, right. I'm sure they can have a kind of a you know uh, an all points meeting where yeah. everybody can kind of weigh in a little bit. They may yeah. not have a a voting membership, but I think it. I hope it's something where they can still have their voice heard. I think that's right. what the whole industry is all about, anyways. The craft beer industry being heavy on collaborations, working together, mm-hmm. you know, taking care of each other. So there will more likely be something done, but at some point they have to have you know some clear cut line in the sand too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and it's just good if they can unify that voice rather right. than. Mm-hmm. Because if, <laughs> if you pull in right there on the border, then what's the stop? Okay, there's another brewery two miles True. away from that, and it just snowballs from there. Mm-hmm. Give a mouse a cookie. Yeah. 
Yeah. Cookies, too. Yeah. <laughs> Cookies and cakes. That's what's on Dennis's mind. <laughs> I, I can't remember last time I had a piece of fruit that wasn't a pie. <laughs> what about a popsicle? When's the last time you had a popsicle? <sighs> that took way too long to answer. <laughs> I've had a lot of ice cream cones. Okay. Mm. I, that's not what I asked. But <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just popsicles, so I could just have an ice cream cone. Yeah. yeah. I, no, I get that. I mean, I I rather get a milkshake than go for anything yeah. else. Though. What about push up pop? Remember those Flintstones? Oh yeah, pops? buddy. Yeah. Oh, I haven't had one of those in probably five, ten, no, at least ten years. Do yourself a favor. Go get some. Yeah. Uh, talk to Sam's Club because if I get one, I'm gonna need a get a bit bunch. Of yeah, get a gross. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you do feel gross after <laughs> after eating a whole bunch of those. No. <laughs> just wash your hands. Why are you guys feeling gross? <laughs> you don't just eat a bunch and fall asleep and wake up with things stuck to you. <laughs> Says you. Says you. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I don't feel gross about. Drinking this beer from Mad Tree. <laughs> nice. Nice. So I think the... The biggest thing to say about this is all three of our glasses are empty. Yeah, all three glasses are empty. I, uh, and I'll, I'll add a, just a little bit more to this. Mm-hmm. Kolsch is not always my favorite style, but the the orange flavor and just a little hint of vanilla mm-hmm. just kind of, it made it a lot more palatable for me. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I definitely agree. It was very, uh, very crushable, very drinkable. That vanilla on the back end definitely made it uh, very refreshing, especially for the weather out there. So maybe enjoy this with a popsicle. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I, I'll agree with the uh, the vanilla finish. Definitely smooth things out a little bit, uh, which I appreciate. Colchis can sometimes be a little bit harsh, mm-hmm. uh, but this smoothed things out very nicely. I liked it. I would definitely drink it again. Cool. Well, that's it for segment one. We'll be back with segment two and another popsicle beer. Check this out. There's a Seattle company called Devor that enables discovery of new and exciting beers and breweries. Devor gets the best independent beer from literally around the world. Denmark, New Zealand, Belgium, and of course everywhere in the US. The app is incredibly simple to use to get some ridiculously good beers delivered right to your door. And right now, anyone who signs up with the code HOPNATION can save $10 off their order of over $25. That's T-A-V-O-U-R dot com, Tavor. Welcome back to segment two of the Hop Nation USA podcast. Two. Episode 67. Yes. The Popsicle episode. <laughs> I haven't come up with a good sports reference yet. That's fine. I'll figure one out. Sure. Mm, okay. Tasty. <laughs> Did you did you get one last week? <laughs> so we you weren't here last week. No, I wasn't. So how'd that go? It was okay. All right, it was okay. Uh, we had a uh, we actually had a, a guest uh, that took over your mic. Yeah, I know. I invited him down. How did yeah, it work Doug. out? <laughs> Doug was good. Doug was good. He brought some beers. Oh, okay. He brought some Canadian beer. So uh, one out of three ain't bad. All right. Uh, there was a couple of misses. One was okay. One was not good at all. Uh, I don't know if you listen to the episode or not. Are you too busy doing other things? I mean, I still had to edit the episode, so yeah, I listened okay. to it. I know, right. I know that Glutenberg was trash. Oh, so. it was not good at all. Oh wow, I don't think I've seen too many episodes where you guys totally. It was not good. Beer, yeah, zero percent. From good. what I heard, they totally shit on this beer. Oh, yeah. Even Doug, who who is like one of the nicest guys I've ever met, he did not like it. Did not like it. No, it was yeah. actually brewed in Canada, right? Is that yes. what you're saying? They're all hmm. yeah. What type? What style beer? Uh, it was a gluten-free IPA. You think maybe it was shipping temperature control? I think it was this ass. Yeah. Because <laughs> from what I heard, it sounded like because it was a gluten-free beer. Mm-hmm. 
I gotcha. We, yeah. We're also spoiled too with Oryx right down yes. there yeah. in Emsworth. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I used to think all gluten free beer was bad until I found their brewery. I, they, they turned me around as well. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> now now that I've gotten used to them, yeah, I think that's it. You got to get you know checked into the real real world once in a while. <laughs> with, well, yeah, you find out what everybody else is doing. And yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me that Oryx again. Give me that again. It's like uh, having dial up, and then you get broadband for the first time. You <laughs> could never have dial up again. <laughs> Sorry, can't go back. Sorry. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll go on record real quick, and I'll just say, I feel like if everybody across the country actually got the taste of rocks, they'd throw away the gluten trash that they're drinking now. Oh, absolutely. Because absolutely. every other gluten beer I've had is fucking dog shit. Right. <laughs> they well, are the exception to the rule. Yeah, they are. Oxy. They really are. Yeah. And I, I feel like other people should actually get to try them. So. Yeah. yeah. And they're finally getting some national attention. I think they were ranked in top three gluten-free beers. That makes sense. Good. Yeah, that makes sense because uh, it's good. So I think we're done bashing other gluten beers. <laughs> we can we can move on to regular beers. Yes, we can. Uh, back uh, well, regular with air quotes because we're doing popsicle right. <laughs> themes. Uh, but Adam, go ahead and introduce our next popsicle theme beer. So the next popsicle theme beer comes from Odd Side Ales. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're out of Grand, Grand Haven, Michigan. Mm-hmm. They are not available in Pennsylvania. No, we did do an episode on them. We have. Yes. Yeah. And uh, we enjoyed some of the beers. That was because we got them from the good people of Vintage Estates. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which, as a matter of fact, is where this one came from. Yeah. I don't know why I'm telling you that's this, because you're the one that bought it. Yeah. That's where they all come from. They all come from Vintage, because it's not available in BA. I know. <laughs> so this is the Odd Side Strawberry Fruit Sickle. Mm-hmm. Uh, clocks in, 4.5% ABV. Oogie. No idea on the IBUs. Probably negligible. Probably neg- negligible. Yeah. However, uh, one neat little note, since this is a Michigan beer and it's a Michigan can, you can deposit it for 10 cents Hooray. in the state of Michigan. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It's written on all the little cans. Right? Oh, yes. As a matter of fact, it's on the label and on the can itself. Can't you deposit all cans in Michigan for 10 cents? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, they don't have to be from Michigan? Oh, no. My can game isn't that strong. <laughs> So what do you say we crack this bad boy open? Yeah, see what it's about. Okay. Now, I believe this is part of actually a series of oh. fruitsicles that they put out. That is correct. There are vari- other varieties available. Okay. This is just the only one I could find at fr- uh, Vintage, but I found that. I found that. That's and fine I, by I me. Said, this seems like something that could be an episode. Popsicles. <laughs> <laughs> so, looking at it, hazy. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is in beyond hazy. This, <laughs> this is cloudy. <laughs> This is foggy. This it's is ah, that is true. This is Pittsburgh morning across a bridge foggy. That's exactly <laughs> what this is. So on the nose, holy smokes! You say this is a fruit beer? It is. Okay, yeah, it I'm is. definitely getting some of that tart, fruity taste mm-hmm. or fruity uh, smell up top. Yeah. Strangely, it has a. You said it was strawberry, right? I did. Yes. It's, it's hardly like red at all. It I. I have no good explanation. Well, I'll be perfectly honest. Yeah. Well, no, it's, you don't have to explain yourself. I just, I'm just remar- I'm remarking. Well, I'm happy you said that, Steve, because I can actually uh, not see red at all. I'm red, green, colorblind. So thank I you for pointing that out. That. <laughs> yes, you did. You made a terrible joke about it last time he was on the episode. To be fair, Adam makes a lot of terrible jokes. <laughs> They're <laughs> all terrible. Now, well, you have some golden ones in there. <laughs> if, I, if I remember correctly, you accused him of drinking Grey's a- Apple Ale. Mm. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> Wow, I thought someone. I totally was forgot about that one. <laughs> but this isn't gray. This this is like peach, 
kind of guava. Yeah. Like if you if you got like that Welch's garbage juice, looks the, just uh, like those peach rings. Right. Yeah. yeah. It looks yeah. Like it's That's like exactly what it looks. That's what it looks like. It looks like a peach ring. Don't either of you dare say bad things about those peach rings. Oh no. No peach I'll rings eat a is whole good. bag and take a nap. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Peach rings Actually. is good. Mm-hmm. Peach rings what am is I life. Anytime you go to a candy shop, you gotta get peach rings. You gotta get a couple sharks. Yeah. You gotta get some cola bottles. Those cola bottles? You talking about those little wax things? Mm-hmm. No, I wasn't talking about the wax ones. I was talking about the gummy ones. Because uh, there's like always the, the self. There's all, yeah, I, li- I like those. The the nickel nips. Especially on a good uh, long drive, you just pop them and just chew them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what are your thoughts on the root beer barrels? Root beer barrels are mm-hmm. solid too. I'll do that. I will put them in the mix. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I was just you know like remarking on gummies. Oh, I didn't realize yeah. we were containing it just to the gummy realm. I, I was just saying gummies. We can go candy candy, but, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, duh. <laughs> this is America, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> we can do what we want. And now we're jumping in some runts. <laughs> Land of the free, home of the brave. <laughs> a bag of runts sounds really unmanageable. <laughs> that sounds like if it just falls out of your hand, you are just you just cry. <laughs> oh, wait, are we only driving and eating candy? Is that what's happening? Well, I'm just saying, if you drop a bag of runts anywhere, you're going to be upset. Nah, if it's in the bed, you'll find those later. <laughs> It's a scavenger hunt. <laughs> you ever wake up from a nap and find a little rump banana? Ooh, I have. That's a good day. <laughs> Slaying them since 1988. <laughs> I only find the little rump banana on a cold su- uh, winter morning. <laughs> it's summer like an idiot. <laughs> oh, it is 95 degrees. Yeah, I know. Fried my brain. <laughs> All right, let's drink this beer. Uh, hold on, on the nose. Oh, you haven't you haven't smelled it yet? No, we haven't gotten to the nose. Oh, I did. Well, I'm yeah. way past that. It smells really like strawberries. So. Get on my level. Yeah. Like strawberries. I get a little bit like that weedy half of ice and snow. I get the same thing. I get the same. Yeah, I don't get that. Oh. I, I get orange Julius strawberry smoothie. Nope, I'm definitely getting a little yeah. bit on the weed on that. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. whatever. My nose is colorblind. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> hmm. I enjoy that. I do too. It. What is the style on this again? Beer, it's a beer, right? The style, style, quote unquote. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Say yeah. no more. Fruit beer. Just fruit beer. That's, okay. That's what the good people have untapped. So it's not supposed to be like a sour. It's, it's or not a, a Berliner Weiss or a Kolsch, as the previous one was. Okay. Or anything of that ilk. It's interesting. They just call it a regular a ass fruit, fruit beer. Fruit beers, they they have that strong tart taste. Mm-hmm. Right. This one does not. No, it's not terribly tart. That, that's why I was asking if it was supposed to be one of those tart styles, because it's not tart at all. Nope. Uh, it does have a lot of lactose in it, I can tell. Yeah. And it says it on the can, so I it, was right. <laughs> it, it's, it's leaning towards that strawberry shortcake, but it's not too strong to make it unbearable. You know what? It's not getting that way for me. It is for me. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about, but have you ever had the shorts strawberry yes, shortcake? Yes, I have. Okay, it that's not abysmal. That. that is an abysmal beer. It is not that. <laughs> By yeah. any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, that's why I'm just saying it's not approaching that for me even. And that's it, why I said it, it kind of has that that feeling of the strawberry shortcake okay. without it being disgusting. Okay. Yeah. This, this is just kind of it's it's creamy, but it's also like it's fresh. Yeah, it's, it tastes fresh. It's interesting. I get that dry Hefeweizen taste, but it, I, I I don't think it's obviously not that. I think it's a play in the car- carbonation and some of the um, strawberry taste are giving me that initial mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. But on the back end, I get a lot of strawberry on there. Mm-hmm. I, I like it, especially because too. strawberry is usually mm-hmm. like a hard fruit to like get the flavor out of. Right, because you have to use so much of it. Yeah, but I, it appears that they use this so much of it. They, yeah. <laughs> I think Screw they did it. a good job. Mm-hmm. I typically am not a big fruit beer fan. You guys know sours, that heavy tart taste. Not for me. I'm not getting any of that with mm-hmm. this. No. So I can 
I wish I can go down the street and buy some now. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as that street is in Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid odd side. <laughs> How far away is Vintage Estates? From here? Uh... 30 45 mm, i'd go 45 yeah 45 45 minutes i'd say and i have a hunch you're never going to go out of there with less than a six pack oh yeah you, uh, the fact that you'll just wind up with a six pack of zombie dust <laughs> if it's there oh, i mean man. so uh we've been talking about uh staying cold uh-huh. with our beers with our popsicle beers here's a couple of tips a couple of tidbits some issues going forward when it comes to making sure that your beer is cold i know you guys have experienced this you go to the six-pack shop you grab your mix of six you come home and you immediately want to try a beer however they're warm so what do you do you throw it in the freezer sometimes (laughs) i wet a paper towel wrap it around it pop it in that freezer 10 minutes later it's cold so my first tip is to wrap a wet paper towel A little forward thinking of my part. <laughs> so apparently it's nary a tip at all. And just standard practice. <laughs> I have a couple magic tricks. <laughs> so yes, if you want to be able to cool down your beer in a rapid fashion, uh, stick it in the freezer. Wrap it, I'm sorry, wrap it in a paper towel. A what wet paper, paper towel? towel. Thank you. Uh, stick it in the freezer for 8 to 12 minutes. That would be... 10 minutes plus or minus two that's fair <laughs> don't forget about it and don't forget about it we'll get to that in a minute so don't ruin that one because <laughs> <laughs> you're counting on it that's right <laughs> it was a long day <laughs> so uh after uh, eight to 12 minutes you can pull it out should be at a nice cold temperature and uh, you should be able to enjoy your beer within 15 minutes. But what if you don't have that kind of time? Ooh. What if you're a drinker on the go? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have that kind of time, you probably drink them by the time you get <laughs> Rotors is a lifestyle at that point. <laughs> so there is another tip. Uh, this is, I would say, for emergency use only. Uh, when you need to have a beer cold now. Okay. Uh, when you've got two minutes and you need to have a beer nice and cold. Top tip, take your beer, go into the garage, grab a can of compressed air. Oh, okay. Turn the can of compressed air upside down. Yep. Spray the bottle of beer because, as everybody knows, uh, anybody who's a middle schooler or has been in middle school knows (laughs) that you take a can of compressed air, you turn it down, or you turn it upside down, and you shoot it. Oh, it's ice cold, baby. Yeah. It's cooler than being cool. Huh. I'm going to buy like a six-pack of can air now. <laughs> you have a lot of shopping to do after this show. <laughs> Got a little list. <laughs> Sam's Club is getting all the money this week. <laughs> Push pops, compressed air. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy's going to yell at me for sure. What did you buy? I hung out with him and Steve. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Essentials? <laughs> This is for quality of life. You understand? You didn't even bring home toilet paper. I'm sorry. <laughs> we have paper towels. It's fine. It's for wrapping the beer. <laughs> so I got I got a question. This one, just for a second. Mm-hmm. Just science brain's got a question. For yeah, a go second. ahead. Science brain away. Um, if you do it to a bottle, yes. And depending on how hot the bottle is, mm-hmm. is there no risk of like shocking it to breakage? Oh, there's a risk. Okay. Oh, there's a risk. But you only got two minutes. Yeah. High so re- you got to so you gotta, you gotta high risk, risk, high reward. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is when you do that, don't drink it straight out of the bottle. Pour it into a glass first. Yeah. There's chemicals and shit. Chemicals so, and shit. <laughs> so pour it into a glass first unless you 
don't have that kind of time. Oh, man. <laughs> that extra eight seconds is dire to your health. Do you have to get back to work? What kind of lifestyle are you living? <laughs> My smoke break's only nine minutes. <laughs> I, spent, I spent eight minutes smoking. I need a minute to drink my beer. <laughs> So that, like I said, that is only in dire situations uh, when you absolutely have to have a beer cold now. Make sure you do it in the garage. Uh, make sure it's in an open, ventilated space. All that good stuff, you know. Or not if you want to get high on compressed air. <laughs> Listen, don't blame us if you thing? do this and you screw up. Compressed all... air? Yeah, that's a thing? You get high yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, yeah there's, they're called dusters. Jeez, man. <laughs> not to be confused with lipids, yeah. which is a completely different thing. Dusters, lipids, kids are eating Tide Pods. What's going on? <laughs> it's a crazy time out there. I don't know. People got to find different ways to get high because regular getting high is too expensive <laughs> and illegal. <laughs> well, except for weed anymore. Yeah, exactly. Why don't you just? Why doesn't everybody just going back to weed? Just let's just know. go back to the OG. You don't have to be creative. No, no yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah. not, not this guy. Not yeah. this guy. Some other guy. That's right. None of those guys are at this table. No, no. none of those guys are at this table. <laughs> we push, we push are not those guys. And, uh, there are there are other podcasts that can deal with that. <laughs> we are not those people. So finish this one and then go listen to them. Yeah, probably out <laughs> Denver, or Colorado, somewhere. Actually, yeah. 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 We actually follow a couple on on Twitter. I believe the Lonely Stoner and Tuesdays with uh, Mary, as in marijuana. Yeah. Oh, I get that now. Damn you, Mary! You got any more top tips for getting that beer chilly, jilly? Yes. Okay. Plan ahead. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be an idiot. Okay. Thanks for the Boy Scout tip. <laughs> Just be prepared. Hey, that, that compressed there. I'm gonna try it <laughs> do it I, I feel like i'm gonna try it too at least on a can yeah yeah <laughs> do it in the driveway i mean you only need to shoot it for about 20 to 30 seconds you don't need to overdo it right uh, and then just don't do it up top right if you have to drink out of the bottle yes. just don't do it up top and another top tip if you're gonna do that and you, uh, if you have the availability use gloves okay Use gloves. Use, yeah. Shit's gonna get cold. I sure. feel if you're spraying cans in the garage, you're not putting on gloves. Yeah, you didn't think about you're wearing your PPE. Yeah, so. you're not doing. You're not doing your two minute drill. You have a ten minute break. You spend eight minutes getting the beer. <laughs> That's where all your time went. Was putting on your gloves and your and your eyewear and your ear protection. Going through the pre-job brief. Now there's no time. Now you have to use the can of compressed air. Uh, we're going to go in a slightly different direction. What happens if you put your beer in your freezer, you wrap it in your wet paper towel, and then you fall asleep on the couch? It can happen. Everybody has had that happen at least once in their life. Not me, but yeah. Frozen beer. Yeah, no, it's never happened to never me. It's never happened to you? No. Wow. Do you know you someone are. who has? I've known plenty of people, uh, but it's not me. Yeah, I was going to say, you know people because I've done it. I'm very diligent about my beer drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also okay. diligent about my naps. Yeah, so it's, it's tough. Conflict it's like of neck interest. and neck for me. Yeah. Neck and neck. Yeah, sometimes yeah, the nap wins that. out. That's fine. Oh, it is fine. I, that's fine. I, I, being that I'm also very uh, diligent about my naps and I'm a big fan of them, mm-hmm. I just don't put beer in when I'm gonna have a nap. You carp, carp, compartmentalize. Not all naps are planned. I plan my naps. Oh well. Yeah, that's discipline. <laughs> I, I like plan that. my naps. You're very that's organized. Discipline. <laughs> it's disciplined laziness. <laughs> band name called it. Yeah. <laughs> disciplined laziness is an indie folk band. Oh, definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah. is it? No, no. I'm, it is oh, now. No, I would believe it. I'm he like, oh, he called it. He called the name. I'm calling the style. <laughs> ah, I see what just happened. <laughs> so you've frozen your beer. You're screwed. Somebody's frozen their beer. Nah. Somebody. <laughs> Person X. 
has frozen their beer. Mm-hmm. They fall asleep on the couch. You know what? No, the beanbag chair. Sure. We're going to come out of a different angle. They got a love sack. They got a love sack. They fell asleep in their love sack. Is this the 80s? <laughs> I did. That's why I had to change it to love sack because, again, he made a Top of the Pops reference. <laughs> wow. Back in the day for people who are over 35. <laughs> That's right. And that love sack is, is, is on fleek. <laughs> it's straight fire, yo. Just like my mixtape. <laughs> you sold to someone out of your trunk of your car. <laughs> That's right. Out of my 89 Corsica. Right with your uh, bootleg version of Jurassic Park 1993 edition. <laughs> <laughs> this is in the new Jurassic Park. It's just an old one bootleg. Hold on to your butts. It's a VHS transfer. <laughs> VHS transferred to another VHS. <laughs> There is a different that, difference that will happen whenever your beer is frozen. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a reason behind that because not all the time all the beer will actually freeze. Mm. Uh, sometimes the alcohol will separate out from the water that is in the beer. You'll have that separation and the water will freeze. The alcohol will not. Mm-hmm. Obviously because the alcohol is a different freezing temperature than just regular H2O. Right. When that happens and you try to pour out a, you know, it's a slurry or a slushy or what have you, the taste will change. A lot of times it will be stronger because it's been essentially distilled. Essentially, you've taken the water out of it. So actually, if you want to make a beer stronger and you want to take some water out of it, freeze it, you know, strain some of that ice out of there, it should be a stronger beer. It should be a yeah, higher concentration be, of alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's your... Uh, I guess you call it a drunk tip of the day. Sure. Uh, I mean, Homemade ice bomb. Yeah. There, uh, I can't remember the name for it at the moment. I think it just might actually be cold distilling. But there are a lot of high ABV beers on the market, mm-hmm. mostly made in Europe. Of course. Uh, and that's how they achieve those 30, 40, 50% mm-hmm. alcohol beers is by freezing the water out of it and cold distilling them down. Oh, there you go. There's like, oh. I think... One is called Nuclear Penguin or something like oh, that. Wow. Okay. That's quite a name. Yeah. But, it, you know, obviously they freeze the water down at that temperature and then the alcohol is still left and they pour, pull that out and mm-hmm. it's like a 30% beer. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I also believe that's how the uh, the end of the world from Brew Dog. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. Is that the, the one with squirrel? the squirrel? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, think that's, I think that's how they achieved 55. All right. I think. I can be wrong on that one. That makes <laughs> that's sense. like one of those... Ten thousand dollar beers, right? Yeah, yeah. it's obnoxious. Yeah. Well, you get a tax at every twelve. When you're done. <laughs> the beer is free. The squirrel is fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> when you discover that you have a beer uh, and it and it hasn't cracked the uh, the container, it hasn't cracked your bottle because obviously when liquids freeze, they expand. Mm-hmm. That's basic science. That's sixth grade shit. Everybody knows that. <laughs> so if you're able to catch it in time before it cracks and takes your beautiful beer and spreads it all over the freezer, all over your Totino's pizza rolls. No. And your Flintstone push-up pops. And your push-up pops. Actually, I assume the push-up pops are gone by now. <laughs> as well they should be. That's a fair point. <laughs> what you want to do is you can try to recover it. The taste, I don't think, will be exactly the same, but you can recover it by uh, trying to warm it up in the refrigerator or uh, trying to bring it back to temperature in your cool basement. Mm. Uh, if and when you do that, make sure if you're, it's going to be in the basement, make sure you put it near a drain. Just, just in case, case. right there there are reports there are some tendencies of when things try to thaw out that the bottle will still uh be compromised so make sure it's in an area that won't be destroyed by rogue beer now i got a question about 
kind of that destruction and <laughs> oh sure oh, wow. I don't, I don't, penguin style yeah <laughs> i don't i don't know uh how far you got into this not much but uh so say you're bringing something back up to temperature yes and it, is the carbonation going to be i, I feel like the carbonation is going to be compromised only if the seal was compromised okay that's so, what I would think, because then, then air would get in, then it starts right. oxidizing, mm-hmm. and it'll eat off some of the CO2. Okay. There you go. All right. Yeah, I was just wondering if that if that's something that would be compromised, or if the changing in the uh, temperature would cause the gas to expand more, and then that's what that's what leads... If that bottle cracked, um, yeah, it's... Yeah. Right. It's, it, you're done it's anyways. Done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, if it's already cracked, you're done, but... Yeah. If it's coming back up to temperature, would the, coming back up to temperature cause any of the gas to expand, and that's what causes it causes it to crack in the basement? Hmm. I have no idea. That seems like something that would be good to get a uh, answer for next week. Okay. Because I don't have that answer right now. Okay. So let me <laughs> <Homework>. write. <laughs> let me write that down. I will get back to you. That could also be homework for the listeners. Yes. If, ah. anybody, if anybody knows if it'll still crack because coming up the temperature causes the carbonation gas to expand. Perfect. Hop Nation USA on the Twitter, on the Facebook, on the Instagram, on the Gmail. Good enough. So one final top tip, uh, and everybody should know this by now. I mean, we're adults. We know this. Don't use a frosted mug. Don't do that. Don't don't use a frosted <laughs> mug. Don't be drawn in by that chicanery. <laughs> it's a gimmick and it's bullshit. And not every beer deserves to be cold. Yeah, right. Not only that, but it a lot of times what they'll do is they'll just dip the the mug in water and then freeze it. When that water warms up, it's gonna water down the beer. Unless you're drinking Dollar Draft Tuesdays or something, and it's already crap beer. <laughs> oh yeah, if you're if you're drinking garbage beer, you want it as cold as it possibly oh, yeah. might be. <laughs> That's how they make their money. <laughs> yep. Hence the mountains being blue. Oh, yeah. biggest I mean, gimmick out there. Yeah. But if you're drinking an actual beer, don't put it in a frosted mug. Do yourself a favor. Be smart. Come on, people. <laughs> don't put stouts in frosted mugs. That's right. Don't be a jag off. <laughs> Top tip. Don't be a jag off. <laughs> end of list. Actually, that is the end of my list. All right, good. <laughs> and, I, no, I'm saying it ends perfectly. <laughs> Don't be a jag off. You were too happy. He's like, all right, good. <laughs> good, you're done. Get yeah. off the mic. No, no, it's just good. You ended it perfectly. Don't be a jag off. Don't be a jag off. <laughs> all right, so I guess we can come back to this odd side fruitsicle. Yes. Strawberry edition. Strawberry. I, I enjoyed it. I can have probably three of them. Yeah. And then that would be it. Yeah. I feel like the strawberry taste would get a little overwhelming at yeah. that point. Yeah. yeah. I think you'd have to go back to a uh, a regular yeah. a regular beer. It's a good spacer. It I is. Think. Yeah. I, I, think, uh, I think it would actually be good to alternate with the one that we had in segment one. That's hmm. a good point. Just because I, I do think this uh, fruitsicle, it's a little creamier. Mm-hmm. It's a little sweeter. Yeah. But yeah, you could you have uh, one of the Mad Tree uh, Dreamsicles and you have one of this fruitsicles here and then you just kind of trade off on them. Yeah, sounds like a good night to me. Have a fruit salad, and I don't know something. I'm not up. having a fruit salad. That's what food eats. <laughs> <laughs> food eats fruit. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag Ron Swanson life. <laughs> Living that Ron Swanson life. <laughs> it's meat on a bun with cheese. <laughs> I'll have the number twelve. <laughs> you know that's a deli tray, right? I know what I'm about, son. <laughs> I'll have all the all the bacon. Now, I think what you heard <laughs> was give me a lot of bacon. But in fact, what I said was give me all the bacon. <laughs> That's a good beer. Yeah. Very good. All right. Well, we all enjoyed this beer. 
I think we can move on now to segment three. No, no, no. But that requires us to take a break. So here we go. What up, Slackers? I'm Matt. And I'm Jesse. We're the host of American Slacker, a weekly show that discusses the weirdest in world events. We cover UFC, the latest in technology, Xbox games, entertainment, and music reviews. We have conversations with musicians, actors, filmmakers, and other interesting guests. Twist one up or crack one open with us every Monday to start your work week off right. That's it. There you go. Okay, we're back. And it's segment three of episode 67 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. Yes. Has, has Adam come up with a sports reference? No. Dennis, do you have one? Oh, no, you don't want sports from me. Adam's I'm, better. I'm just wondering. He's I just, more organic. I give everybody a chance. <laughs> I like football. 67 was the first year of the Super Bowl. Huh. Well, as long as we're in the 60s, Intel was involved in the 1969 space race. I did not know that. I may have made that up. I, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. What are we doing here? Well, now that we're done making up facts, <laughs> we can go to our third beer. You just remember, this is a beer podcast, not a science and sports podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Uh, but we can go to our third beer, which is also a popsicle ale, if you've been paying attention. And I would like to think that you were. Yeah. Hopefully you didn't just skip the segment three for some reason. Or left your beer frozen in the freezer and you're now napping. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully you didn't nap through segment one and two. (laughs) But this is the decadent creamsicle. So we had the dreamsicle in the first segment. Mm -hmm. Now we're doing the creamsicle. Well, the second segment was the fruitsicle. Yeah, that was the fruitsicle. So we went dreamsicle, fruitsicle, creamsicle. Right. But this is a double IPA and it's dry hopped with all citra hops. Mm -hmm. That's where they all went. Yeah, just to tie this back into segment one again, you know, with Citra Hop on the rise, this is all Citra Hops. I blame Decadent, and only them. Okay. <laughs> all on this beer. That's this right. This row is strong with Decadent. <laughs> uh, they added Madagascar vanilla bean, mm. orange zest, and then a blend of turbinado, muscovado, and coconut sugar. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. Did I you know mean, that the price of vanilla has absolutely skyrocketed this year? I didn't really? know that because I was too poor for it when it was uh, just three ninety nine a bean. Well, guess what? You're still more poor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, it, it has absolutely exploded in price this year. There have been some crop Why? issues. Crop issues. Apparently, there was some civil unrest. Uh, where, where do we get them beans at again? South uh, America? Uh, South America, yes. Oh, okay. And there has been some civil unrest there. Oh, and these are Madagascar, though. What's that? The one in this beer is Madagascar, though. Well, maybe it's just part of the market price. Okay. <laughs> End of my knowledge. <laughs> and that was Vanilla Futures with Adam and Dennis. <laughs> I don't know, man. Shit's expensive. That's what we do. Vanilla Futures, the podcast. <laughs> I don't know what to think about that. Listen to it. <laughs> White New Balance Shoes with Grass Stains. <laughs> Vanilla Futures. Vanilla Futures. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> REO Speedwagon on the Hi-Fi. <laughs> Vanilla Futures. <laughs> All right. And uh, just for numbers on this beer, it's 8.6%. So pretty much double of the last two beers that we had. Very good. And 60 IBUs. Hmm. But hmm. but hmm. we had the toasted marshmallow from Decadent in a previous episode. We have. And that was one of the very first instances, I believe of a lie PA on this 
show. I believe so, yes. Of a what? A LIPA. It's a new phrase that I just coined. Well, can you let me in on it? I absolutely will, because <laughs> I'm going to repeat this, and I want it to spread through the world. <laughs> so a LIPA is one of these newfangled kind of beers that fill it all full of dessert flavors and other things that basically cover up all the hops. Hmm. Like and a lactose IPA? Yeah, like lactose. Yeah. yeah, anything oh, okay. that covers up the IPA-ness of an IPA. Huh. Yeah. Oh, a lie PA. A so lie like you're PA. lying. Yeah. So oh, they I thought L stood for lactose. No, no, no. No, no. No, it's a lie PA because they're lying that this is an IPA. They they call it a double a double IPA, but I have a feeling it's going to taste like an orange creamsicle. Hmm. And you said all citra hops, huh? Yeah, all citra hop in this one. So we'll see. So the creamsicle, what uh, what flavor are we supposed to assume on this one? Orange? Yeah, it's made with oranges, orange zest. Orange zest? Okay. It's I mean, it's basically the same profile as the Mad Tree, but this is brewed in an IPA style. Gotcha. So as compared to the Kolsch that we had yeah, with the Dreamsicle. Ah, oh, yeah. So we're yeah. not gonna get any of that dry um, hefe. Shouldn't. Theoretically. Theoretically. <laughs> Shouldn't. <laughs> who knows anymore? Who knows? Who knows? These who people? knows what you get? Oh, uh, on color. It uh, it looks it looks a bit like that Kolsch, but it's a bit darker orange. Right, yes, I agree. Yes, it is definitely on the orange side of yellow. The the head is kind of. I feel like this is what a creamy head kind of. Th- this is indicative. Indicative. <laughs> I have, indicative. I have no I have no science behind this, as I've <laughs> said before and many times about a lot of things in my life. <laughs> Added to the list. But the way the the way the head laces on the glass is indicative of a creamy. Beer. Okay. I agree with that. I'll buy that for a dollar. Okay, then. <laughs> Robocop <laughs> reference. <laughs> Robocop. That we were bidding. No, no. <laughs> I bid in reverse, obviously. I lost. <laughs> Didn't work out. Wow. Uh, that's very zesty on the nose. A lot of yeah. orange. And I find it very hoppy as well. Yeah, yeah there's uh, definitely hops on the there, nose. Yeah. I think the hops like push the orange smell even mm-hmm. hard, harder. Yeah. No, again, it's citra hop, so it, they should marry pretty well. Mm-hmm. I, I actually do smell some of the vanilla on this as well. It's like at the very tail end on the nose. I got nothing on that, but I'll trust you on that. I got a little bit of vanilla. What the hell? So it's not a full IPA. No. I do get a lot of that creamsicle. Like, it's weird. I've never had typically taste pop up at the beginning at the end. I get that one smack in the middle, a lot of that mm-hmm. cream. So I find it very interesting because on the on the front half of the sip, it's definitely an IPA. You definitely get that mm-hmm. hoppiness, but then it immediately gets washed over with the creaminess uh, of the uh, well, the the creamsicle. Yeah, the creaminess of of yeah. the three wow. different sugars. <laughs> right. So just out of curiosity, what were the three sugars in that again? Madagascar. No, no. <laughs> I'm just naming locations at this point. Uh, the turbinado, the muscovado. And coconut sugar. Ah, okay. Artisanal sugars. <laughs> pinkies out, boys. <laughs> I don't know if this is pinkies out or mustaches twirled. One of the two. Pinkies out for Harambe. <laughs> Indeed. Pinkies out for Coco. We're on the new dead gorillas. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, no, I'm sad. Huh. Jack Hanna, hit us up. Can you give gorillas beer? <laughs> <laughs> I like to think yes. <laughs> if they can learn sign language, they can drink a beer. Right? <laughs> Fair enough. I've definitely seen some fucked up monkeys before. That's a weird sentence to say. I know, but I've seen it. There's like a, there's a real famous documentary of uh, a bunch of animals getting uh, toasted under a tree. Hmm. Huh. Because like the 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 fruit ferments. Oh yeah. Oh. And then I think that documentary was incorporated into a film with Raul Julia. Who? 
Raul Julia? I don't know who that is. Gomez Adams? Oh, uh, M. Okay. Bison? All right. You asshole. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I feel like this would have happened around where you grew up if, like, there was a zoo outbreak. Well, the problem was I only had one channel, so I wouldn't have known about it. <laughs> <laughs> they would have been out drinking that moonshine on that bathtub with a neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, orangutans love moonshine. It's a well-known fact. All right, let's move. Let's move on from this drunk yes, monkey, <laughs> drunk monkey talk. <laughs> that's another podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that is. An- that's another podcast. Just getting drunk with animals. <laughs> getting drunk with animals. <laughs> Today we're getting drunk with a corgi. <laughs> that can work. Definitely not camels. I wouldn't drink with a camel. I don't trust them. No, they probably spit in the beer. They'd probably out drink you. There's that too. They got <laughs> oh, they'll store it. Does that mean they're just drunk longer? Maybe. I don't know. All right, now I'm drinking with a camel. I guess <laughs> it depends on how big a camel's liver is. I don't know that. And if they only have one, I feel like they're the one of the animals that have multiple different organs. Right. It's the, the camel's got to be weird with something like that. Yeah. I don't know. That, that's a totally different. <laughs> we're, you guys, you guys we're are not like, experts in any of these fields. No, zero percent. Yeah, yeah. I, we need a different animal expert on to tell us which animals can get drunk the most. <laughs> One of my neighbors, she was actually um, a zoologist. Uh huh. So we can make this happen. All right. Okay. okay. Give her right. give her a call. <laughs> All right, we'll do. <laughs> I decided to bring back a segment we haven't had in a while, mm. and I, I put a little bit of a twist onto it, just to add a little bit more to it. Okay. But I've decided to bring back Beer Fight. Ooh, Beer Fight. Okay. Yes. Now, Dennis, you haven't been here for Beer Fight because we've only done it a few times and you weren't around. (laughs) I'm interested. (laughs) That was in the before times. Yes. Oh, this was way back when. Yeah. I've been on some shows. (laughs) Yeah, no, this is way back when. Six months ago. Yeah, this is before. (laughs) Yeah, this is before we had rotating co-hosts. Right. Oh, yeah. That's fair. But the way Beer Fight works is we're going to take two beers and they're going to be related in some way. And then we're just going to debate as to which oh. beer it would win a fight between the two. I'm intrigued. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just a good old-fashioned bar debate. Mm-hmm. But I, the, what I've added to this, though, is I've actually recorded their untapped scores as well. Oh, okay. So there is a right answer. <laughs> there's a right answer to the debate, probably. But there's also a right answer to what actually wins in the real world. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Now, when you say fight, you mean like just drinking it? What do you like more? What or if the beer was a physical manifestation of a being and it fought each other? It it depends on the category. So, so I mean, so we have we have one that's an act. We have a well, we actually have two that are actual fights. But then we also have two that are more metaphorical. Just of like preference. that show, like a ninja versus a bear. Right, exactly. Right. Everybody knows the bear. Yeah, ones. yeah, yeah. Depends. <laughs> Depends. Like, Depends. Ninjas are pretty legit. <laughs> Does that ninja get between the mama bear and the baby bear? Ooh, no. No ninja would ever do that. Ninja would know better. Ninja code. Ooh. Ninja code. Ooh, now that does make things interesting. Well, we're not going to get into that right now. <laughs> that, yeah, we're not doing Ninja vs. Bear this week. That's bonus content. Wait for that. <laughs> so I, I'll give you a, I'll, I'll give you an easy example for our first one, though. Mm-hmm. We're on the tail end of July 4th. I don't know. Do we call this July 4th weekend mm-hmm. or was last week July 4th? I don't know because this year is all dicked up. It is. It's- yeah, it was on a Wednesday. You so. know what? Both. All right, that, they're you both. Get, you get two. That's, yeah. that's why. It's going to be midweek, yeah. Wednesday, hump day. It's buy one, two. get one. Oh, I like I, it. I'm it. pretty sure my neighbors have been setting off fireworks since Sunday, so they're just going to carry it all the way into next <laughs> Sunday. So, yeah. <laughs> they just round up. Yeah, yeah. they just go, uh, the whole week. Screw I'll it. Carry the one. <laughs> but uh, the, the first one I'll give you, 
is the Rebellious Patriot Ale from Beer Army Combat Brewing versus the Redcoats Are Coming from Mockery. Oh, that's an easy one. Exactly. This is why it's an example right. one. That's an easy <laughs> I, one. I don't think anybody at the table is going to be Britain, <laughs> the no. Redcoats. <laughs> no. 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 Patriot Come on all now. day because America. That's right. Land of the free, home of the brave. Exactly. So that's a real easy debate. Not much of a debate. It's not a debate. We disagree no. with that. Yeah. However, mm. according to stats on yeah, the according to the untapped scores, uh, the Rebellious Patriot is a blonde ale. And it only and it only comes in at three point oh five. Oh five. Oh five. Oh boy. So it's uh, not uh, very favored. No. <laughs> On the untapped. Not. Untapped. Uh, the red coats is coming, however, from Mockery out of Denver, is three point eight. Huh. I've been to Mockery Brewing. Oh really? Yeah. I went, yeah. went out there once to um, Great Divide, and Mockery's right down right down the road from there. Oh, is it? Yeah, really nice, um, humble brewery, had a large variety on tap. I actually really enjoyed that place. Nice. Right on. Nice. Oh, man, now I'm just confused. <laughs> well, we can move on to an actual, actual fight. Okay. Of debate. All right. All right. Here of we debate. No, we're, so, talking, we're talking beers now. We're talking beers, but okay. this one I'm also going to say it's the brewery as well. Oh, okay. Because the brewery is represented by animals. Okay. So, the beer is going to be the weapon of the brewery which is the animal okay okay you'll understand we have the hipster popsicle beer okay and that's brewed by ardwolf Ardwolf. so an ardwolf wielding a hipster popsicle Hmm. as we've learned in previous episodes is a paleta a paleta a paleta (laughs) (laughs) and that's verse the jelly and ice cream Mm -hmm. which is brewed by bullfinch brewery so a bullfinch Wielding jelly and ice cream versus an Ardwolf wielding a hipster popsicle. I gotta go with Ardwolf. Okay. Easy. Do you know what an Ardwolf is? Well, it's bigger than a bullfinch. Okay. <laughs> Do you know that? <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, a bullfinch can either be a really tough finch or a really purdy bull. <laughs> so, depending upon which one it is. Because, <laughs> I mean, it could be the biggest of the finches it could be and i don't care okay i don't care this <laughs> is a wolf right that's, that's right an ard wolf an ard wolf that's right so i gotta i gotta go with the ard wolf yeah, not only that not only that but the paleta is frozen it's hard yeah so it's an actual weapon versus jelly and ice cream it's all floppy and burp, 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 burp. that's a good that's a good point unless you're gonna throw it and then you just get it in the eye oh, and then you just wipe it away and you're, you're in business bullfinches dive bombs that ice cream, what was it? Jelly ice jelly cream. And jelly ice cream. cream. Yeah, but right into the Ardwolf's eyes. Yeah, that's great. Done. And you know what happens? You go, <laughs> you wipe it out of the eyes and game What's on. What? It's a wolf. It's a Yeah, he's so, the back of the paw. He didn't bring his handkerchief. You don't know that. There. I mean, come on. All right, so. <laughs> There's no 7-Eleven around him. <laughs> so obviously we already came into this segment stating that we're not zoologists and uh, you two do not know what these animals are. <laughs> Apparently not. I said bullfinch. It's either a really big finch or a really pretty bull. Yeah, so a bullfinch actually is just a, it's just a real small bird. Right. I think it's like half a half a gram or half a kilogram or some shit like that. Okay. <laughs> not very heavy. Can't carry yeah. a lot of uh, yeah. jelly ice cream. No. Not, not, not very effective. An aardwolf though, I learned, I thought it was like some sort of cross between an aardvark and a wolf, and that's technically correct. Okay. Because like this is human made. 
No, no, it's We're not. Just no. out there making animals. No, no, no. It's not a genetically <laughs> engineered <laughs> animal. Like, no, no. It's just. Is this it, a deer, bro? <laughs> no, it's just a. It's just a dog that eats bugs. <laughs> oh well. It's just a dog that eats termites and ants, like so like an aardvark. So it's bigger, kind of like mid-sized. Dog, yeah, like a black lab or smaller. We're oh no, smaller, corgi. smaller. It's like it's like bigger than a fox, but mm. smaller than you know okay. most most medium-sized dogs. So it's a bigger animal. Yes. With a better weapon. Yes, a bigger animal with a better weapon because also the paleta has a stick and the stick can stab. <laughs> how, no, hold on, but how is this dog carrying that? It has to be in holding it in its mouth. Yeah, it's, it's mounted. Mouth. How effective is that against a dive bombing bird? It's just a little bird, though. It's not even. The like, bird might, just like the bumblebee, it could sacrifice itself to do some damage. <laughs> if the bird flies into the Ardwolf's mouth, I bet it could choke it. Yes. No, right into the eye is where I'd go. I, that doesn't kill it. No, yeah. it doesn't. Zero percent. Yeah, you, you'd ha- it, it has to be... A, Quite uncomfortable. Yeah, it has and to be a takes, total sacrifice. And all it takes is one swipe of the paw, or hoof, or whatever it is, because it's, it's a cross. A okay. <laughs> it's a paw. T- to be fair, if he's out there eating bugs, he's probably not the fastest. No. He's eating bugs. No, I agree with that. But all it takes is one swipe, boom, bird's down. He's done. So we're talking as big as these tasters, That's, or small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. those birds aren't big at all. Yeah. Underbird, you know? Now, if you were talking the bull and finch... Like the bar that Cheers is based off. Right. Now that would be a different story. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the show Cheers? Oh, yeah. Oh, so quick side story. I went there As in Boston I. and uh, I saw the biggest rat I've ever seen in my life. Like, you could have ridden on this rat, just run across the floor. And huh. the, he was a friendly rat. Everyone knew about him because they looked down and just lifted their feet so he could run by. Oh, well, what the hell was Matt Damon doing there? I, ooh. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you, you guys called it with the uh, the Ardwolf winning. No, I was trying to vote for the. Yeah, I mean, I think it's finch. it's two to one because I'm the tiebreaker on this, being that yeah. I know what things are. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but yes, I think an Ardwolf could take a bullfinch because mm-hmm. a bullfinch is something you could crush in your hand, and even though the dog eats bugs. It, I guess if threatened, it, it yeah. would take the bird. To, to be fair, in real life, they it probably be a symbiotic relationship. They they'd may buds. even be friends. Yeah, they probably be, be friends. Yeah. yeah, it's a Disney movie that people don't know about. They're, they're actually <laughs> upset you guys are pitting them to against each other. <laughs> That's off brand. <laughs> but I don't want to hit Roger. <laughs> Fish are friends. <laughs> All right. So the untapped scores on this though, the hipster popsicle, is a sour goza. And it comes in at 3.72. Okay. And the jelly and ice cream is an IPA. That comes in at 3.68. So we oh, got them on both accounts. So you got them on both accounts. Yeah. Shit, yeah. Yeah. So our next one is actually more of a hypothetical debate. Okay. Rather than full-on fight. Okay. <laughs> uh, bootleg fireworks <laughs> versus the burger beer. The burger beer. So the way I think of this is... What's more important during Fourth of July? Ooh. Fireworks or burgers? Yeah, mm. burgers. I gotta go fireworks. I gotta go burgers. You can live without fireworks. You can't live without burgers. See, I agree with that. However, what do you associate more with Fourth of July? Fireworks or burgers? Um, prosperity, which means I have a full stomach. Damn, that's good. That's real good. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me tip this back in your side, Adam. Thank you. Because <laughs> I'm on the side of fireworks. Burgers are great. The problem is, I think at most. And I have to dial back on the potato salad and the other treats. I can have maybe four burgers. Mm-hmm. I can watch as many fireworks <laughs> and set off as many fireworks. I'll never get tired of fireworks. He's got you on that one. 
That is quite accurate. Fireworks can be a complete buffet, constant. I can watch probably three hours of fireworks, especially if I'm setting them up. But at some point, you're getting hungry again, and those burgers are calling your name. You put a little (laughs) scoop of some pineapple habanero jelly on there. Oh. Oh. Last five minutes on the grill. You need to stop stop playing dirty over there. (laughs) I'm just saying, man. You know, that's a good You get the great finale. I get pineapple habanero. Okay, so yeah, you're you're putting Maybe out a little cream cheese with a little mm, spread on you there. You didn't stop this right now. All right, yeah, yeah, that sounds really good. I'm hungry. I got pounds <laughs> of ground beef sitting in my fridge ready to be used. Oh, I I'm still just gonna go fireworks because I feel like again you can have these burgers anytime. You don't need the burgers. You need burgers, but you mm. don't need the burgers. <laughs> so here here here's going to be my death blow. Okay, whenever you have a very generic calendar. And it's July. What image shows up more often than not? Burgers or fireworks? I would say you're right. Fireworks. Boom. Yeah. If we were talking Memorial Day, I'd give it burgers. Yeah, I'll yeah, give yeah. you that. Burger. There's. I think Memorial Day is probably the biggest cookout. Yes, that's definitely yeah, a real day. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All my neighbors also like to light off fireworks on that. <laughs> Apparently, they don't need a day. No, they don't. No, no, absolutely. Say, man, me personally, I can go. I enjoy fireworks. Yeah, I can go without fireworks. I can't go without a burger. That's fine. That's fair. Yeah, no, and you're it, entitled to that. Yeah, and you're I, not necessarily wrong. Jeez, Pittsburgh pickles on there. Pittsburgh pickle mm, company toss those pickles. Yeah, I'm a bread and butter man. So some, that's oh, okay. Yeah, butter some dills yeah. on there. Was that Velasic? Yeah, Vlasic does yeah. bread and butter. Do you ever have the hot pickles by Pittsburgh? Yes. <sighs> Delicious. Some fresh Get onions. Some. You guys like onions? Yeah. I'll go Try red onion. onion. Yeah, yeah, red onion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, travel with some red onion on there. I'll do red onion. I'll do regular onion. You want some pepper jack, provolone? What do you See, that's the, why not both? That's the nice thing okay. about burgers is they're super customizable. Yeah. And you're in charge of it. Yeah. You're sitting there watching fireworks. Just like America. <laughs> Just, Just like America. Super customizable. Yeah, <laughs> you can make the dream that you want. You want to live somewhere that's hot and all sun? You know, and no rain. You got Vegas. You got Arizona. You got New Mexico. That's true. That's accurate. Do <laughs> you want to live somewhere where it rains and it's cold all the time? Hey, there's Seattle and Pittsburgh. <laughs> you got somewhere with absolutely six months or however many months of no sun. That's Alaska. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we got we got states with weed. We got states without weed. We. Got <laughs> that's true. Now let's be honest. Yeah, no, all states true. are with weed. No, all no, states yeah. are with weed. It's yeah. just somewhere <laughs> legal or not. <laughs> you want states with cheap weed that you don't get stabbed in an alley. <laughs> oh, I feel true. like. You're gonna slowly turn into Cheech Marin, uh, <laughs> and from dusk till dawn. <laughs> we got cold pussy. We got hot pussy. <laughs> that's not a racist voice. That's just doing Cheech Marin. <laughs> that is awesome. You can have it all, man. With a burger. Uh, <laughs> with a burger. burger. What are you eating after? You ain't going out lighting fireworks. When you get done, you're having a sandwich. Uh, shit. All right, so I think we came down on fireworks on this one. Uh, the the bootleg fireworks from Baxter Brewing is an IPA. Okay. Mm. And it comes in at 3.84. Really? On the untapped. So pretty, pretty okay. ranked kind of high. All right. Uh, the burger beer from Spike Brewery is a pale ale. And it only comes in at 3.4. But yeah, that... There you go. There's your. That's that's how beer fight works now, I guess. That bullfinch life, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis has found a spirit animal. He, he, he just learned familiar. about today. He's my familiar. That and uh, the wallaroo I researched the other day. The wallaroo. I was interested in top predators against kangaroos. Is that a combination of a wallaby and kangaroo? 
It didn't say. Oh. But it looks like a little black kangaroo the size of a mid-sized dog. But its feet were like two feet long. It was crazy. So a it just goes around room. getting in fights with bigger animals? He is a tough little bastard. Nice. Fair enough. I assume, I assume native of Australia. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> nope, Denmark. Oh, nope, the Denmark Wallaroo. Yeah, it just has to travel a lot to get into a fight. <laughs> He's from Sweden. <laughs> We've been breeding the Wallaroo. <laughs> Those damn Wallaroos, man. They a cool little guy. He looks real shaggy like he grew up in a tough neighborhood. <laughs> All right, then. I think it's time to come back to this creamsicle from Decadent. Final thoughts from everybody, anybody? Like the best it. beer I ever had from Decadent. What was that, Adam? What, what, what? I liked it. Oh. Wait, 60 IBUs, right? 60. 60. Yeah. No, 60 I, IBUs? Mm, 60 I, IBUs on the double IPA. I know what you're driving at. I it, know what go, you're driving is at. Is it going on the list? Is the palette changing a little <laughs> bit over there? No, no, it's not that the palette changes. It's just like Adam has a list yeah. of IPAs that he admits that he likes. Hmm. Yeah. So, at, but if he starts liking more and more IPAs, that means his palate is slowly changing. Well, no, to the dark side. Well, see, I, and that's kind of why I introduced the phrase IPA, oh. because the most recent IPAs he added to his list don't taste like IPAs. Right. Which is why I like them. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. So I, kn I knew exactly what you were driving at as soon as he asked that question. Uh, will it make the list? Would you like the short answer? Or would you like well, the long answer? How big is this list already? Seven. Seven? Seven. Seven. Damn, okay. I know you've tried tons of IPAs. Oh, yeah, yeah he's totally mm -hmm. tried tons. He's been on this show for a year and plus. <laughs> right. And I, I think when we started the show, I was at three. Three or so four. Only four yeah. in the last year, year and a half. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was less than a handful. <laughs> oh, less than a handful. Insane. Two of them don't even taste like IPAs. Right. So. <laughs> we started at the bottom. Now we're here. Oh, man. Still at the bottom. 100. Real quick. Drake real, has moved real, on real to Scorpion. Quick. I don't know what you're doing now. <laughs> <laughs> we're living in the past, man. That's, I enjoyed it. I appreciate it. That reference. Thank you. Thank you. I'm trying to keep up with the millennials and whatever the next generation All is. those hipster lollipops. What are they? Hipster popsicles. Hipster popsicles. Yeah. Paletas. Paletas. Yeah. Uh, no, it does not make the list. Short okay. answer, does not make the list. Is okay. it close? Yes. Does it make the list? No. Too sweet? I, I, I was kind of drawn back by the nose a little bit. Okay. And I didn't think it went over the hump enough into the lie PA territory. Fair enough. It, it nuzzled it. It didn't cover it up enough. But it didn't go all the way. Uh, I get that. Not a bad beer by any stretch of the imagination. I liked it, but it didn't make the list. Gotcha. And that's okay. Dennis, thoughts? Well, I've had quite a few of uh, Decadence brews, and a lot of them come off as way too sweet for me. Um, this one here I thought was a good mixture. found a good uh, gray area. Definitely a little bit sweet, um, but it was really, really good. It did a good job bringing out the bringing life to the creamsicle, mm -hmm. you know, mid-drink mid, mid drink there. So I would, honestly, I would probably have a six-pack of this in my fridge if I could. Right on. Cool. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you on that. There's three decadent ales that I've had so far. This one, we had the toasted marshmallow mm -hmm. in episode past, and they have the French toast one. The mm. French toast one is unbearable. <laughs> it's unbearably sweet. Uh, the toasted marshmallow, it's sweeter than this one. Mm -hmm. This one, I think, rides the line perfectly mm -hmm. of being it's, it's sweet, but it's also still an IPA. <laughs> yeah. I can still smell hops. I can still taste hops. So would you still consider this one a lie IPA? No. 
Okay. No, no I, I, I called it early that I thought it might be a IPA. You did. Just simply based on that toasted marshmallow, because that toasted marshmallow doesn't taste anything like an IPA. Right. And it's super sweet. And that's one that's on the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one covered it up. This one didn't cover it up. Mm-hmm. But this one works better for me because it doesn't cover it up. It's still more of a IPA, but it's not crazy sweet. <laughs> right. That toasted marshmallow make your list? It did. Ah. It did. Yeah. He likes that toasted marshmallow. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Actually, it's three that don't taste like IPAs then, because it's the toasted marshmallow. Yeah. Hitchhiker's Key Lime Hole Punch. Yep. Which also doesn't taste like an IPA. I at wouldn't all. even have thought that was an IPA to be honest. Yeah, yeah. they consider it. They consider it an, an IPA, IPA, but it's not. It doesn't taste like one. Yeah. And then uh, Abjuration's Triple Mango IPA. Yeah. Mm, Abjuration puts out such good stuff. Oh, they really do. Chime yeah. shake. I am waiting for them to just absolutely blow up. Matter of then time. Then it's gonna be packed. I know. I know. I, see, actually, I, don't talk about them on the, on the podcast. Don't I talk. want more and more people showing up there. See, I feel like when they blow up, it's going to be through a second location. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're 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 good where they're at, and they'll just get a second location, and then that's when they get mm-hmm. kind of super big. And there, the distro too would help them yeah. a whole lot. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I think it's time we go to the podium with our three popsicle beers of the evening. Yes. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'll go first. Actually, I'm not ready, but I will go first. Okay. I am ready. I'm willing. Oh, to you're go. ready? Yes. Okay. Good. Okay, so, if you want a little bit of time. Yeah, I'll, I just need like a minute. Okay. Just go, hot, go ahead. A hot minute or regular? Yeah, no, no. Minute? Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, go so, ahead. Uh, in the bronze medal position, I am actually going to put the Dream Sickle by Madtree Brewing out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've said this multiple times on other shows, but I'll say it again. I don't think there was a bad one of the bunch. Yeah. It was just which one I thought was better. And it kind of comes down to personal taste a little bit. The Dream Sickle was good, uh, but I think it got outplayed a little bit by the other two. Uh, some more than others. Um, but the Dream Sickle was good. I liked it. Uh, for a cold style, I, I think that's kind of interesting that that's the base beer that they went with. And I kind of appreciate that they went with a different angle. Um but the the creaminess, if you're going to call it a dream sickle, you're going to have to bring that creaminess. You're going to have to bring that that vanilla. And it was only there a little bit on the backside, just kind of a, a pop-up. It's like, hey, oh, by the way, there's vanilla here. Uh, it didn't fully commit. Uh, I liked it, but I could also appreciate it a little bit more. The silver metal position, I am going to put that decadent cream sickle there. Uh, it definitely rode that line, just like Steve said, uh, of being an IPA and a LIPA. Uh, it has that hop nose, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Uh, and it has a good taste, but it still has a little bit of that hoppiness that is not particular to my style. Uh, so it was good. However, it wasn't as good as that odd style. Odd side. Um, that strawberry fruit sickle was fantastic. I liked it. I could drink multiple of those. Uh, I think that was the best one that represented what they were trying to do. The other two were just a little bit further behind of of trying to represent the creamsicle uh, side of things. But the strawberry fruit sickle was spot on. I thought it was great, and that's why that is going in the gold medal position. I'm ready now. Do it. I'm going to start by agreeing with Adam that I think the Mad Tree Dreamsicle is the bronze for me as well. It's a, it, it, it did everything right as a good drinking beer. But it just doesn't hit the dreamsicle-ness, you know, like Adam said. It just doesn't have that creaminess. It's a little bit lacking on the vanilla. It's still a really good drinking beer, though. 
But I, I guess if I have to penalize one, because again, they're all good beers, <laughs> I'm just going to penalize it from for taking just the wrong name. <laughs> so it sounds to me like you're penalizing more the marketing department. Yeah. It okay. should, like they should have called it the Orange Whip or something else. Orange Whip? Orange yeah. Whip? Three Orange Whips. <laughs> That's, you know, it just should have been that. Um, the Silver, I'm going to give to the Outside Fruitsicle. I like this beer a bit. Uh, well, not a bit. I liked it a lot. <laughs> it, it did a really good job of capturing the strawberry flavor. It did a really good job of being kind of creamy, but also refreshing. The only thing that I would penalize this one on to put it in the silver is that it just doesn't really taste like beer. It just tastes like a fruit smoothie from Orange Julius. You know, I, it just, I don't know. It doesn't remind me of beer. <laughs> So, I mean, it could be dangerous in that way, but at the same time, the creaminess does keep it from being like a repeat drinker. You, you might get a little sweet too sick on it. So the gold is going to go to that decadent creamsicle, not the dreamsicle. <laughs> it is, uh, it, like I already said, it, it does ride that line perfectly of being a desserty beer. It's refreshing. It's creamy. To put this in terms that... Dennis or Bubba, if he were here, <laughs> would appreciate. Uh, I believe this is the Pokemon evolution of the oh, Mad Tree yes. Dreamsicle. <laughs> you, this, you had to use a Moonstone, of course. You're right. To get it there. But. I guess. I don't. I, that reference is too far for me. <laughs> I know that Pokemon evolve. This one evolved from the Dreamsicle because it just does every flavor bigger. It does every flavor better. And on top of that, it also maintains hop and just beerness like that yeah that's all it is it just does everything better than the dreamsicle but it still drinks like a beer and it's also double <laughs> the abv of both it, the other beers was 8.6 yeah this one's 8.6 and the other ones were like four five yeah. four seven so yeah <laughs> just does everything just that much better yep and that's all it is all Dennis? Right. Well, I guess I'm going to be very in line with Adam. You the bronze category is definitely going to be the Mad Tree Dreamsicle. Uh, I like the spin that they did on it, making it the Kolsch is the you know starting point for everything. Um, and I agree with what Steve said too. If their marketing department just called it something else, it may have met expectations a little bit more. Um, but I think that's a very good drinkable beer on a nice hot day outside. That the vanilla taste just really pops up in the back end. Definitely really enjoyed it. My silver category would be the Decadent Cream Sickle. Again, really solid beer, double IPA. You get some ABVs on that guy. Um, really, really good. Uh, it drinks very well. It's just I've never had a fruit beer that I actually like, so I'm very excited about the odd side, <laughs> strawberry fruit sickle. Man, they've never I've never had a beer that captured the strawberry essence so well on the back end. It's so refreshing. Um, I want to find out how to get copious amount of that beer vintage. so I can <laughs> vintage. <laughs> vintage. <laughs> so I can just have it on deck whenever you know I'm doing a beer tasting I think that's a perfect one to do you know a four or five ounce pour in between a few different beers so I'm definitely really pumped to give that the gold for my uh, my lineup odd side strawberry fruit sickle and don't forget Dennis that this is actually part of a series so there's two other flavors out there 
that we didn't have tonight, the strawberry banana and the peach strawberry guava. Hmm, are those out of production, or can we still procure I some? I believe they are still available. I cannot uh, say how available they are. Yeah. They, they, they weren't at Vintage when I went there, hmm. but so it may they may have releases coming up, or they already had releases passed. Hmm. Okay. One of the two, I don't know. Somebody's got to know a guy that knows a guy. Yeah. I think maybe if you just ask the people at Vintage, they might bring some in for right. you. I'm pretty sure they will. <laughs> I will actually do that strawberry yeah. banana. I'm about that life. That's a, yeah, that sounds really good. And being that this one kind of replicated an orange Julius smoothie, I have a feeling mm-hmm. that one would mm-hmm. do it as well, too. So if you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA, and that'll just get you all the things. I'm taking a new approach this way. That's cool. I'm not listing it. That's fine. <laughs> you should get it. It's social media, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> you don't have to be mad at them. No, yes. <laughs> okay, all right. I, I, I forget who I learned it from, but you're supposed to bully your audience. <laughs> Send us Mark money. Madden? <laughs> no, okay. Yes, Mark, Mark Madden. Madden yeah. Mark Madden taught me to bully the audience. Uh, if you're looking to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast, again, just search it on all the podcatchers. We're on too many anymore to list. Like... Spotify, we're on that now. We're on iHeartRadio. I don't know. Just find it. <laughs> yeah, come on. It's like eight keystrokes. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think the important one though still is iTunes. Yes. And if you're on iTunes, you want to leave us a five star review because we are a six star show, but they only let us use five. Exactly. And tell a friend. That's really how the show grows. Yeah, reverse <laughs> funnel. Reverse funnel. <laughs> Have a beer share. Invite people over. Listen to it. Exactly. Yeah. Good ideas, Dennis. Yeah, that's what I do, baby. We're going to have to have you back. <laughs> I think it's at the end of July. <laughs> you guys keep having beers like these, I'll keep coming back. Sold. Yes. <laughs> okay, easy enough. Easy peasy. And eh, for futures and reviews, I'm gonna, I believe I'm going to put up a review of that decadent French toast. Okay. I, I said it with a little bit of stank. But <laughs> you you kind of did. Uh, I'm going to put up a review of that uh, I think coming up here. If ABV on that, it wouldn't have been so bad. It wouldn't have been sludge. I, I think if it wasn't just made with syrup. <laughs> like, it's just syrup in that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you can check that out on hopnationusa.com, and you can email us at hopnationusa at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Anybody got anything else? I know. Just thank you to Dennis for joining yeah, us on, the, on this all, episode. Always my pleasure. So, thanks. All right. Well, thanks for coming by, Dennis, and enjoy all these popsicle-flavored beers to help beat your meat and the heat. <laughs> Hopefully not at the same time. Yeah, do what you want. This yeah, is America, right. man. Come on. <laughs> it's America, remember? That's it's right. customizable. That's right. You can do it in a tank top. It's fine. <laughs> Hashtag bullfinch. <laughs> <laughs>